Belgium and Germany have been knocked out of the Football World Cup as the upsets keep on coming. 12 of the 16 teams for the next round have now been locked in and there are a few surprises from today's results. We're joined by sports reporter Felicity Reid. So what was the fallout from today's games, Felicity? Well, going into this morning, those Group E teams, all of their futures were really up in the air. So that was... Spain, Germany, Japan and Costa Rica all had a bit of a chance. They were slightly relying on each other and results to go through. But a come-from-behind win from Japan over Spain has seen Japan and the Spaniards both go through to the round of 16. That comes at the expense of the four-time winners, Germany, who are out of the round of 16 for the second consecutive World Cup. One of their national heroes, Thomas Mueller, has called it an absolute catastrophe. (laughs) Not to overstate the situation, but yeah. And and it wouldn't be the World Cup if there wasn't a bit of controversy. So Japan's winning goal, so that was that go-ahead goal there. That was, well, the VAR got involved and this video referee took a while to actually come to a decision about what was happening. Obviously that goal stood because Japan are going through. But they were having a look and from a lot of the videos it shows that the ball actually went across the line before the player crossed it across to the person who scored the goal. So as you can imagine, Germany are quite upset about this and it's bringing mm. that video referee system into the spotlight again when actually maybe we should be looking at what the players are doing, not whether technology or the referees are doing the right thing. Yeah, I think that's an interesting debate, isn't it? Because the, the technology is supposed to help you. If it's a call that's a tight one, you maybe didn't see it from the right angle. At the same time, should we just suck it up and make the call by what the ref sees or, or the lines person sees on the day in the moment? Well, we've spoken about that again with um, yeah. Hayden in the triathlon, right? It's about yeah. calling those last-minute things and having to sort of suck up the results and go with it. Yeah. yeah. And on the other side of that draw, um, Belgium, yeah, as you say, knocked out. So Croatia go through at their expense because they played out a goalless draw this morning. Again, they were waiting on goals and difference to get through. Um, so that's another blow for Belgium. They finished third at the last World Cup and are ranked second in the world. Yeah, so there's some major upsets. OK, let's move on to rugby. Super Rugby Pacific is locked in until 2030. So, OK, hmm. how has New Zealand Rugby and Rugby Australia settled their differences to get to this point? Well, as we've probably been hearing over the last few years or even just very recently, there's a lot of like tension and friction between those two rugby unions. A lot of it comes down to the split of revenue between those two competitions and what money each union is picking up from that. So they seem to have come to a little bit of an agreement around that. The broad, current broadcasting deals run out in 2025. So they'll, they've come up with a behind-the-scenes agreement. They won't say how much that is or what the split is. But Rugby Australia must be feeling a little bit better about themselves and are more happy. And both unions say that they'll renegotiate this once. So that's obviously five years beyond that to get to the twenty. 30, so they'll renegotiate that and relook at the what's going to happen in terms of the split and maybe they'll get a bit more of the pie once it comes round to that. But also they've probably got a bit of a, I guess, a mediator and a new nine-person board. There's five of those members are actually going to be independent So and the remainder will come from the New Zealand Rugby and from Rugby Australia and from their respective player unions. So it's quite a unique example of running a competition and it's probably going to sort of weed out some of those issues that the two unions have had or some of that sort of competitive tension that they've had as well by having Mm. the independent board come in and sort of guide this competition through because the format's not going to change. So some fans will be happy with that, some won't. It is still this 12-team format, still going to have the current playoff system that they have and they're not saying at this point whether South Africa would rejoin the competition. That's still something... They say, well, Mark Robinson says it's still on the table, but it's not something that they'd put in quite yet. So this is locked in for a little while now.
Okay, thank you, Felicity. That's our sports reporter, Felicity Reid, there.